And welcome to this week's episode of the Morbidly Deceased Podcast. I'm your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Dilworth. And uh, today we are going to be continuing our Halloween series retrospective. Um, we will be covering uh, from Halloween 2 until Halloween 6, because that is the original timeline. Um, but before we jump into that, uh, would you briefly like to touch up on uh, what we've been watching recently? Sure, we can do that. If you want okay. to start, you go Okay, ahead. so um, you and I have both been watching a show, <laughs> not together, but we've been yeah. watching it separately. Um, we are, of course, talking about um, The Haunting of Bly Manor, um, which it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Um, what was your overall opinion of the whole show? Oh, I loved it. It was great. I, right? <laughs> I remember seeing a couple things in the beginning too. It's like, oh, it's not as scary as the first season, but it's still good. It's like, all right, that doesn't bother me. It's like the same crew pretty much working on it and coming back to do it. Right, exactly. Um, this to me just cemented Mike Flanagan as like a oh, true, like master of horror. Yeah, he's incredible. It's like, fantastic. A couple of my buddies when I was playing Xbox with them I was like, this guy knows how to adapt a uh, book into show and film so well yeah because i mean like even like i remember watching doctor sleep and that was when i first was like i think mike flanagan's incredible right (laughs) and then this show came out and i mean i don't think he really directed it i can't remember i think he might have directed one episode or something but like he's a showrunner i guess yeah but it was uh it's so good yeah um what i love too was because i was doing research into it so um for anybody that doesn't know, The Haunting of Blind Manor takes place, or sorry, is adapted from um, a story called The Turn of the Screw by uh, Henry James. And um, all of the episode titles are taken from other Henry James short stories, which I think is pretty cool. Like they that have nothing, cool. like the titles have nothing to do with uh, the actual story of The Turn of the Screw. Um, but, um, and then they even take like other elements and other characters like from his other stories and implement them into like essentially that story about Bly Manor. So I just think that that's really cool too. So they're not just adapting like that one story necessarily. Yeah. But um, slight spoilers in the episode eight, I think it is when they're telling the whole backstory about the manor and the curse and the mm-hmm. lady in the lake and stuff. Apparently all that comes from one of his other books that has nothing to do with the Bly Manor story. Oh, wow. But, but they took that and then adapted it as the backstory of Bly Manor, which I think was really cool. That was really that that is that is yeah. cool. Um and then um the whole final episode to me was just like perfection. Like it was yeah, just was like so emotional. It, it wasn't creepy, but like it was just so emotional for all the stuff that you had watched uh happen to the family and stuff during that yeah. Thing, so yeah, and yeah. yeah, anyways, but yeah, I, I really like them. Um, and then the only other thing that I've been watching recently is um, tonight, um, I'm just waiting for Montana to get home from work because we're going to watch the final episode of Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard it's really good. It is phenomenal. We've been like watching it every week and it's oh, yeah. just been really nice to have a show finally. You know what I mean? Like nowadays with streaming, you don't have to wait that week, but like it's actually been kind of nice to anticipate something every week and it's just been phenomenal throughout the no, whole thing i like doing that too because i remember they did that with the the haunting of hill house right it was weekly 
Right. And it wasn't all at once. And even though Blind Manor was all at once, we only watched an episode or two. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. Me too. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? It, it's almost better to do it that way because you, you allow the time to process each uh, episode. No, yeah. No, I like doing that, but I can't... Unless it's something, like, kind of stupid that you, like, watching that you don't really have to pay attention to the story or whatever, like... Exactly. I'll binge it, but if it's something like that, I want to savor it. Exactly. I want to watch it all in one go because then I'll be like, fuck, what do I do now? Right. Like, I'll binge, like, Family Guy or The Simpsons or something, but I'm not going to binge yeah. something that, like, requires my emotional and uh, intellectual attention, right? Like, I, I, I don't have the no, exactly. to do that, so... Um, but what what have you been watching recently? Um, well, first off, it is the 30th, uh, I guess, birthday of Tom Savini's remake of Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Which premiered 30 years ago today. So I'm going to be watching that tonight because that's quite possibly one of the greatest remakes, if not the best remake of all time. Right. Just because it, even though it's pretty, it's like almost shot for shot. It's, I don't know. It just brings like a whole another element to it i guess right. and it's so good tony todd is incredible in that right i remember when he's talking to um patricia tallman and he's like yeah you gotta you gotta hit him in the head and he breaks a stick and you look at him and he's crying yeah. i'm like that's fucking that's acting right there that's so good right so i'm gonna be watching that tonight but we watched them um, we did pumpkins last night we watched uh hocus pocus i just watched that for the first time like two weeks ago oh really i'd never seen it before oh and, man yeah and during the movie um i was like what the fuck i'm like why is sarah jessica parker hot in this movie <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time i've ever been attracted to her in my entire life and then i looked it up and then there's like a bunch of other people who are like yeah she's hot in that movie but like nothing else and i'm like okay so it's not just me i'm like how did that happen <laughs> yeah that movie is so good and like um uh billy the zombie he's my favorite part in that he's right he's so funny i like when he like first cuts it open his mouth and he's like telling beth miller he's like go to hell and she's like oh i've been there thank you it's quite well right. and he's like tramp and he's just calling all these names all right <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know. it's it required viewing yeah it actually wasn't as cringy as i always thought it was i still find the witches to be pretty cringy but yeah. like once it gets like the the kids and like all that stuff i'm like oh actually this is pretty fun so I, I was surprised and i think it's because it's like i don't know set with witches around it it's just like it makes it feel more halloween yes and it's like it's not too dated or anything like that no it's not yeah i noticed that too because when I was watching it, like, I watch it every year, but last, like, last time we were watching, I was paying attention to a few things. I'm like, it's not, like, all this shit is, like, I don't know, I like, guess, like, obsolete or not, you know, weird or anything like that. Because, I mean, there's nothing really that would make it dated and somebody's talking outside and I can hear them. <laughs> um, but it's, I don't know, it's just so good. I love it. Yeah, it, it was actually really good. I was quite impressed with it. Um, what else have you been watching? Uh well last night we watched Amityville two the possession and how are the Amity sequels Amity Amity you've never seen Amity two no oh god it's so weird okay so, okay, so they dive the, after the first one <laughs> no it's the second one's good but like in a weird way okay I really like it um it's directed by an Italian guy so right off the bat it's like weird because like Italian movies are just 
a whole nother story. Right. But it's like this new family moves in. Um, uh, obviously, you know, like it's a haunted house still and all that stuff. But um, the, the mo- oh my God, there's people talking outside. Fucking Christ. <laughs> but there's like um, this family moves in, this teenage boy, and he gets possessed. And you just see it slowly you know kind of change him or whatever but there's like it's very heavy into incest in okay. like a couple parts and it's like there's i remember like amanda was like yeah that's that's gross because she watched it before so i was like i haven't seen it in a while let's just watch it so we're sitting there and it's like he's been possessed and he's sitting there talking to his sister and he's like oh let's play a game and i was like oh okay here we go and then it's like <laughs> everything came flooding back and it's like oh let's play like let's pretend that you're a model and i'm a photographer and i'm sitting there i'm going ah yeah okay i remember exactly what's going on now and it's like really weird and there's one part where he's like oh uh take off your nightgown and she's like really and it's like weird the interaction between them because she's just like oh you're my brother that's fine but at the same time i guess it's like maybe she's just innocent and she doesn't know any better right so it might work on that level but it's really weird and then he just goes up and starts kissing her and shit and i'm like oh i forgot about all this <laughs> Jesus. And it's just it's, it's just a really like weird wild movie it's not bad the first three i think are the best right and then they take the dive yeah because i remember I watched... you were telling me about like other ones like like amityville five and six and stuff and it was just yeah terrible. what one did we watch i think it's about time right and it's directed by tony randall and he did um hellraiser 2 right fuck that movie like the amityville movie was bad <laughs> like oh i guess that like there's something i don't know about it that's kind of like okay whatever like there's like one good scene where a guy melts and i was like all right i'm down for that and it was <laughs> a and b that did it, so i was like oh, oh okay yeah but other than that i'm like oh my god this movie <laughs> fucked and i still have like four other ones to watch and check out her three other ones right and then we I, I finished off the night with night of living dead last night so is that going to be weird for you to go from one Night of Living Dead to the next Night of Living Dead? Because they're essentially the exact same. No, I, I I like it because it is an updated version. Like, it's only, like, what, 68? So how many years is that? Like, fucking 22 years? Yeah, around that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. So it's it's cool to watch. Like, even though it's kind of the same movie, it's updated. And obviously, like, the zombies look a bit better. And um, the tension between... Uh, uh what's his name cooper and uh, yeah and and and, and yeah I, it's so much more intense in this one and i like that it's right. especially like the shootout it's not just ben shooting oh no, yeah yeah oh <laughs> fucking it's like wild wild west and they're they're having a shootout right in the house when the door is open and the zombies are coming which was crazy right and it's just i i, I like it it's, it's it's a lot of fun and i like how ben goes out in this one or in the remake more he's like yes. but it's so weird because i'm like when did he get bit did he get um bitten when like they were when he was coming back and he was like trying to fight all the zombies off like when did it happen right or is it like that same kind of um idea where the walking dead it's like it's already in us it's just a matter of time right so i like that kind of aspect to it so it won't be weird for me to watch it because i haven't seen it in a while either right yeah that's fair um, okay, so let's get into uh, the main topic of our discussion, which is the Halloween retrospective. Um, for those of you who haven't been following, uh, Evan and I did a um, 
a commentary track for the original Halloween. And uh, then we're going to discuss uh, the following sequels. And then we're going to do another commentary track for the 2018 Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start Halloween 2, 1981, directed by Rick Rosenthal. Yeah. What are your opinions of this film? So I'm pretty sure I've said it enough. <laughs> I'm, like, the continuation of it I like. Um, there's lots of things that are stupid about the movie or wrong with it, but I'm like, it's the same night. So it's supposed to have that same kind of feeling that the first movie has, even though it's like, what, three years later. Yeah. And it's the, the biggest things that are like really kill it for me are, is Michael played by uh Dick Warlock. Mm-hmm. You can't, he, he just couldn't like imitate Nick Castle and get the walk down and all that. So it was really weird. And then uh, the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis has the most ridiculous fucking wig on that just <laughs> absolutely makes her look, I don't know, like some sort of housewife from the fifties kind of. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're totally right. And it's, uh, but other than that, I really, I get enjoyment out of it still. I mean, Donald Pleasance is back and he's he's like even more amped up and I'm pretty sure we said this before yeah. but he's like amped up the 10 in that movie yeah and he's fucking crazy and he's like yelling constantly it's not like talking anymore yeah we did talk about this I remember you saying that like when they're driving around they see Ben Tramer and yeah. he's like he's over there get him yeah. get him he's over there yeah and he just when loses his mind he's running out with the kids get out <laughs> and he's just so over the top in that yeah. movie that so that's a lot of fun about it yeah um so i i think i've gone on the record as saying i don't like this movie yeah but i still stand by that yeah um, i agree with john carpenter and when he says halloween 2 isn't a horror movie it's an abomination <laughs> <laughs> um and uh i used to take some enjoyment from this movie like i used to really dig uh the soundtrack to it Mm-hmm. Um, but then I've grown to not enjoy the soundtrack. Like I still like the theme song from it because I just like how like 1980s it is. Oh yeah. Um, but then other tracks it doesn't translate to. Mm-hmm. Like in in this version of like the Shape Stocks Lori, it doesn't work as well when it has like that big bass drum instead of like yeah. the the deep piano notes. So some things mm-hmm. are good about it, and then other things just aren't even close. Um, but I still. I enjoy this movie from when it starts and I enjoy it up until they get to the hospital. And then I just check the fuck out. Like I can't be bothered to pay attention just because it's so boring and there's nothing like it. It's not, there's no atmosphere for me personally. There's no atmosphere. There's nothing. It's literally just boring shots of empty hallways. And like, like you said, like Dick Warlock doesn't hold a candle to Nick yeah. Castle. And I like Dick Warlock. Like, I think he's like a nice guy. I've seen interviews with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's fine, whatever. That's not a problem. But as Michael Myers, I really don't think that he's it a works. good Michael Myers. Yeah. And you know what? The one scene too, that I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is like, Laurie shoots his eyes out. Right. And you see him walking, swinging the scalpel. And then right. all of a sudden the camera, the camera cuts to Laurie or Donald Pleasant's. And then all of a sudden, he's still almost in the same area. Right. Swiping the scalpel. And I'm like, how... F- are you taking, like, the world's smallest baby steps? Right. <laughs> like, you should have been there. And you should have either killed her or, like, like they should have turned one of the gas things on to, right. to uh, lead him away. 
But I, the ones I really like is when he gets close to Donald Pleasance and he's like, it's time, Michael. And he just lights the thing. I don't know. I really like that. And then you just see him like come out again. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, whatever. (laughs) But then he just drops. I'm like, okay. And then it just kind of like goes into Sandman. And I I like that like transition to that song. Yeah. Um, I have no idea why the movie opens and closes with Mr. Sandman though. And then it becomes a staple throughout the whole series, right? Like, like in H2O, it also opens up with Mr. Sandman. So it's like, when did the song become synonymous with the the Halloween? Yeah, I really didn't get that. Right? And and, and it's funny though, because like Sandman uh, traditionally is a guy who like comes in your dreams. So wouldn't that be a more appropriate song for Freddy Krueger? Not Michael (laughs) Myers, right? So I don't know. (laughs) Um, But you know, like this movie is a lot more gory than the original Halloween. Um, And John Carpenter said that he wrote it over the course of a weekend and he blames making michael and laurie brother and sister on too many beers <laughs> yeah so, you know like i i don't know so i guess um, the only thing we really got out of it too was like i guess that storyline exactly but i feel like it there's no everything that's interesting about halloween one like about like michael and laurie and dr loomis and all yeah, the stuff it and like, loses something it, no exactly but then like even um like Dr. Loomis was on the hunt for Michael, but now he knows that he's here. So he doesn't really like, he still spouts the same, like, Oh, I watched him for 15 years. Like he does that exact same monologue basically with a different cop later on in the movie. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, everyone knows that Michael's back. Like, I don't know. It it just seems like they're just repeating a bunch of the same story again. Right. Exactly. It's like, I need Um, everybody to know. Right. Um, but yeah, that those are really my issues with it is that the parts of the movie that are okay are just repeats from what happened in Halloween one. No, exactly. And that's what makes me not enjoy it as much. Especially yeah. because it takes place on the same night. And I'm like, this dude literally just said this exact speech like an hour ago. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it just and I remember, like, too, like, the one scene that's kind of, like, out of place is, too, is, like, the mom bringing the kid to the hospital. Yeah. And I remember for, like, the longest time, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then, I guess I watched it on Blu-ray, and I was like, oh, there's, like, a razor blade in his leg. Yeah, so on every DVD copy I've ever seen, I can't tell what the hell's happening. And then, finally, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, he's clearly has a razor blade in his tongue, right? And I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Right. Like, it must have been sticking out of the apple. Like, right. You must have seen it. And I've, I've never understood how that because apparently nobody's ever actually even done that <laughs> so it's like yeah. how, how would you do that and how would you not know that your apple's been tampered with <laughs> right like i don't <laughs> i don't understand the logistics of that this kid just must have been like super excited about the apple and just didn't give a fuck and right. at all and then just right. fit into it but then it's funny too though because um so like what time do you think halloween ends at like in the movie like after michael's on the ground and disappears what time do you think that is around it's gotta be late Right, exactly. Between 10 and 11. Sure, perfect. That's exactly what I think too. But then, after like another hour and a half, so it's technically November 1st, um, what would you say? It's around like midnight, 1 o'clock or so, and then the kid comes out of the hospital, and the mom's like, it's okay, we'll play some games tonight. And I'm like, dude, it's 1 in the morning. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) play games with the kid? Do you have any idea how long a board game takes to play? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> she clearly has no clue 
Yeah, I'm just like, what are you gonna do? Stay up with this kid that's bleeding and just had to get a surgery done on his tongue? Like, what? I I don't want to play any games if that happens to me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, how how do you feel about like the rest of the gore and stuff? Like how it's copying Friday the Thirteenth in a way. Um, I don't know. It's like. Because I think we've watched, like, even now, like, watching the first one over and over again, and, like, the kills in it and stuff, I'm like, you don't need all that stuff. Right. This, I think specifically for that that movie. Right. I still like Gore and Nightmare on Elm Street and all that stuff, but I think you could really do without it in, like, all the Halloween movies. I don't think you would need it. No, I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, the only kill that really sticks out to me as, like, a very inventive kill is um, the one where Michael uh, puts the scalpel in the nurse's back and lifts her up in the air. And then her shoes just kind of like yeah, exactly. clip on the ground. Exactly. That's probably my favorite kill in that whole movie. So it's like the opening and then that kill and then I'm done with Halloween too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think like the one um, in the sauna, I think they're like... They're like, oh yeah, we'll make it go on a little bit longer, and it'll be really like they call it grizzly. And I'm sitting right. there watching. I'm like, yeah, eh, it's not that bad. Right, like, exactly. Face, I guess. Right. <laughs> but yeah, um, that one, and maybe when he, at besides the face that the deputy makes when he gets his throat slit, I think that's like the other one that's pretty. Right. Um, I guess it would be graphic because he's sitting there and he's like sticking his tongue out like he's a cat panting. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That- you just reminded me of that scene. So um, when Michael breaks through the hospital oh door, God. and then he comes through and then the officer, or is it Loomis? Some, somebody shoots him a couple times and he falls over. And then immediately the officer runs over and Loomis is like, no, get away from him. And then he's like, <laughs> he's not breathing. <laughs> and we literally wait. Like, this is a span of five seconds. And then uh the guy runs over and then he gets his, Michael sits up and just slits his throat. And it's like, dude, what did you think? I don't know. It's- and the thing too, that's kind of weird is like Donald Pleasance is like looking like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. Right. But then at the end of the first one, he's like, yeah, I kind of knew this would happen. Right. But now he's like, Oh my God, I shot him two more times and he got back up. Right. And he's like, oh, it- hell. Exactly. And Lori, he's like the only one that's got like common sense. She's like, we have to go. Let's go right. now. <laughs> And then that's always annoying too, because um, in the scene just before that, when the officer and Doctor Loomis show up to the hospital, Lori's yeah. on the ground outside, and she's like whispering, "Like help me!" <laughs> and, and then, soon like, as the door closes, yeah, and then she, she screams. screams, right? Oh my god, it's right. so funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> right oh, so that's perfect the way, the way you did that that's perfect <laughs> and then the, uh, oh, the other scene because i remember we were talking about it and i was laughing is when they're in the car and louis is like what did you guys do for his fire warning shot and just like blows out his window and then you just see the car like skid and go back right oh um, man that guy like buckles under peer pressure yeah um so it's funny because I could have used the segue of Night of the Living Dead as the because we were just talking about how you were watching that and they were watching it in the opening of Halloween too. So yeah. that could have been my segue. I could have been like, oh, speaking of Night of the Living Dead, <laughs> Halloween too, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, that was uh, yeah. I like that. I, I I really like that when they do that in uh, like even in the first one they're watching the thing. Yeah, I always like I I like that too. It's just like oh, it's like. 
it's like do they like i don't know it's it's very weird but i'm like all right i can get down with that right exactly and then it, it's nice too because like you're like watching like halloween 2 and then it's like you, on the tv you just see like a film written directed by george a romero and you're like oh cool yeah. like what's up <laughs> right like, yeah, I know that so world. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah so what would you what would you rate to um out of five yeah we'll do five um honestly like a 1.5 i'll do 2.5 okay that's fair because it's not my favorite but i get some some something out of it right and even though it is the original mask it does not look good on dick warlock no it's like his head's either too big or too small i don't know so what um in the mask community this is so nerdy in the michael myers mask community they call it the warlock stretch because it's it's gone yeah because it's meant to have that like the puffy cheeks whereas the the nick castle mask it's like a a longer right oh yeah yeah, yeah. they just wear it completely differently um yeah and like i said like he he doesn't hold a candle to nick castle's michael myers so no all right um and we're gonna move on to your favorite yeah. one. Yes, <laughs> it's good. I've been taking. I like it now. Right. When I was a kid, I hated it. I thought it was fucking stupid because I was like, "There's no I... Michael Myers. Like, what the hell am I watching this for?" I hated Halloween three until I saw Halloween three, and <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people are talking about now. The first time that I ever heard about Halloween three was after. Um, after my parents showed me Halloween one, um, I asked them to explain to me what happens in the other movies. And so they did. And then when they got to Halloween three, they were like, Oh, it's about this like haunted mask company. And I'm like, what the fuck? Cause obviously they didn't really, I, I think maybe my dad had seen it once, like, right, you know what I mean? So it was like a long time ago. And then, um, in my head, I was like, Oh, so that's where Michael gets his mask from. Because I was like oh, seven okay. years old. So I'm like creating this whole story for myself. And then like, it's funny because like I went to bed that night and I was thinking about like what that would entail. And I always had this shot in my head that's obviously not in the movie, but of like this creepy haunted mask factory. And then it's panning by a window of a wall of masks. And then you just see Michael Myers just standing out there. And that was like his cameo in the movie. But obviously that's not <laughs> at all what happens. In it. Um... <laughs> But uh, but then uh, the second time that I ever heard about Halloween three was um, on the Twenty Five Years of Terror DVD. Yeah, and um, Tom Atkins is like, our Halloween film did not have Michael Myers in it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm yeah, a, a creepy guy that hated kids and wanted right. to kill exactly, exactly. And then so I so I was like. I was like, oh, like even this is kind of like making fun of Halloween 3. And I'm like, so this has got to be a <laughs> stupid movie. So I put off. I was like, fuck it. I'm never watching Halloween 3. And then one day we were, we were watching AMC and um, it was coming on. And then I was like, oh boy, like let's see how stupid this is. And then uh, I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, let me just watch the intro because I want to hear what their version of the Halloween theme song is. Because I assumed that the theme song would stay the same for like the opening credits, right? Yeah. Like just because it wasn't Michael Myers doesn't mean that it can't have that Halloween theme song. And then obviously it doesn't, but it does start out with a jack-o'-lantern being made, just not the type of jack-o'-lantern that we're used <laughs> to in this series. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and, I, and, I, and at first I'm like, this is kind of stupid, but it's also kind of cool that it's like making a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. And even my mom was very dismissive. She's like, yeah, we get it. You're making a jack-o'-lantern. Like, just hurry up with this bullshit. <laughs> but then the movie starts and like, by the time they were driving off uh, to Santa Mira, I was like, okay, maybe there's more to this than I thought there would be. Because, like, instantly, I'm like, okay, well, Nancy Loomis is here. She was in the first movie, right? So I'm seeing all these different people. And even Dick Warlock, who I knew uh, had played Michael Myers. I'm like, okay, he's in the opening of this movie. So maybe this isn't actually a bad movie. And I just, we watched it. And then we're like, fuck it. Actually, that's actually a very good movie. So. I, oh, man. Okay, so. I remember very specifically being at my dad's house. He lived in Toronto. We were on the subway and a coworker friend of his, which she was really nice. And I got along with her, her son. Well, and she's like, Oh yeah, you can come over for the night if you want. And I remember my, me and my dad had something planned. And we were going to go rent Halloween. We were going to rent. I don't know which one, but we were going to go rent some. Right. And he's like, Oh, well she has Halloween. And she was like, I have Halloween three. And I was like, eh, I really don't want to watch it because it's stupid. Right. And then my dad's like, yeah, he doesn't like it because Michael's not in it. But then, like, I don't know. As I got older, I and hearing, like, if you didn't associate it with that title, then you'd probably get something more out of it. So, like, I remember watching it one day and I was like, man, I actually like this. Like, it's right. fucking really gory at, like, two parts of the movie is really gory. Well, three. And I mean, that's like the guy getting just his fucking head ripped right out of his body. Right. And um, the one girl with the little silver shamrock medallion thing from yeah, the back of the mask just like open. shoots her in the face. Yeah. And then a uh, little buddy, uh, his whole head melting into like snakes and everything. Right. Which, by the way, his interview in, I don't know what it is, but he's fucking weird. He's like... And I'm not saying he's weird because he's Jewish, but he's, 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 I didn't know he was Jewish. So I, I remember seeing him and he got his, his, what is it, a Hanukkah or something or the cap. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he was like, yeah, it's like, this is what society wants. And he's like, blood and guts and gore. And it's like, he's like, it's not right and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, do you know what you were in? Like, and all of a sudden now you're preaching them. Right. Bad. And I just <laughs> yeah. thought it was really weird. Yeah. But no, I mean, sure. like, even seeing Tom Atkins in other stuff before and i was like i was excited that he was in i was like okay well yeah that's another thing to look forward to because every time he's on screen it's like you you're gonna get a great performance a performance no matter what so i was like all right well that's good about it and then as i like started watching it more and more i was like yeah i do like this it's like he's very creepy and even what's his name uh dan o'hurley yes i love him as and even in robocop i loved him in robocop right well, it's funny because um, uh, so Dana Hurley um, is in the movie The Last Starfighter and oh, yes. Lance Guest, who is in The Last Starfighter, was also in Halloween 2 and Last Starfighter is directed by Nick Castle, who's Michael Myers yeah. in Halloween 1, right? So it's a yeah, whole it's, bunch of... It's really cool how it's like kind of all connected. Yeah, right? It's some sort. Like, it's, it's almost like The Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor. It's the same characters, but they're different. Right, and I like that. I like when they return, and it's like, okay, well, it's a familiar face, so I know I'm gonna get uh, a certain level of performance out of that actor while I watch them, and that's what it is when you watch Halloween three. You know, Tom Atkins gives it his all, and he's like, that ending scene when he's like, 
telling the TV stations or broadcasters or whatever to turn all the, the channels off. Right. And he's like screaming and screaming. Like I get goosebumps still from that scene. Cause right. it's just like, it does that little echo and then it's just right. black. And yeah. It's like, oh, did it get off? Did they right. turn it off in time? Yeah. And like when he gets even more intense, when it's like, please, you got to listen to me. This is the last station. You yeah, he's like panicking. You got to shut it off. <laughs> he's panicking so hard yeah. and it's so good. Like it's such a good performance. Yeah. And even uh, in that, um, when um, Dan is like, oh, and Happy Halloween. And then yes. you hear the theme song from right. Halloween play. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. man, that's yeah. so cool. And he's sitting there watching Jamie Lee Curtis walk across the street as he's tied up in this chair with a mask on his head. Yep. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, so it really is. Cool. Um, oh, shit. What was I going to say? Fuck, I forget what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> but really quickly, um, I'm sure I've told this story too, but. Um, uh, in my grade nine year uh, for English class, we had to pick a book to do a book report on. And we went to the high school library and there was the novelization of Halloween three. And I grabbed it and I'm like, I have no intentions on returning this book to this library. So I just <laughs> stole it from the school library. I don't care. <laughs> Nobody in that school deserves that book more than I do. <laughs> so uh, so I still have funny. that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. I- I, sorry, I, I yep. thought of what I was going to say. Um, as far as I'm concerned, if you set uh, the fog on October 31st, that could be Halloween 3 just as much as Halloween 3 is. Yeah. You know what I, It's made by the exact same team of people. Yeah, that's um, true. And, and they both have Tom Atkins in it, right? Yeah. And even, um, even uh, the fog has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Mm-hmm. So that that could have been more like a like like you said like an American Horror Story type uh, Halloween movie more so than Halloween three. Well, I remember uh, Tommy Lee Wallace was like, "Yeah, that's what we were going to do. It was going to be almost a Twilight Zone kind of thing, where each Halloween going forward was supposed to be different. Right? And it was supposed to be like Halloween three, but it'd be another story like somewhere else, and you know, certain events happen on Halloween. But then obviously, like." Mustafa Akkad came into the picture and was like, no, that works. And we're going to keep it, you know, we're going to keep Michael Myers going, which right. is great. Cause that was fucking, I love him. So, <laughs> but like three is very much, uh, found its audience nowadays. Oh, yeah. And it is very much a call classic now. For sure. And like, I, I actually have to watch it soon. That might be tonight. Yeah. Maybe. I always try to watch it when it's eight more days till Halloween. Just oh yeah, because like, the song. time to watch it. Um, That's funny. But yeah, you know, like even like with the company, like the NECA making the three pack of toys for them, like Halloween three is really oh, good, and it's not a joke anymore so because the joke was always Halloween three sucks because Michael Myers isn't into it, and everyone's like ha ha ha, and then they watch it and they're like, oh, this is actually a really good eighties horror movie. And yeah. then, so now you only have like a bunch of like little brain people that are like, Halloween 3 sucks because Michael's not in it. And then everyone's like, no, actually, it's a good movie. So you should probably stop that joke now because it's, it's old and tired. And like, <laughs> like all, the, all that you're saying is, I haven't watched Halloween 3. Yeah, <laughs> you know pretty I mean? much. Right. So, I mean, if, if somebody has a legitimate problem with it, fine. But, everyone that i've ever seen who hates the movie is michael's not even in it why is it called yeah. halloween 3 if michael's not in it i'm like holy shit <laughs> and also you could be like yeah he is because yeah he and that's what i I'm like he literally is though <laughs> it 
twice if you okay I, now i'm stretching a bit but i'm saying like if you count like dick warlock <laughs> yeah no right like Michael. dick warlock's in the movie and they watch halloween in the movie so <laughs> it's a halloween movie exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what would you rate halloween three on a scale of one to three. five i would say three i like it it's not my favorite but i still get real like i get enjoyment out of it too right i'd say about 4.5 i was honestly expecting five yeah i i <laughs> I was honestly expecting to be like five. I love it. No. It, 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 <laughs> okay. One is a perfect five for me. And then three is a 4.5. And okay, then yeah. my next one, which won't shock anybody if they've listened, but <laughs> it would shock anybody else who I have this conversation with, which we'll get to in a bit. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, moving on. Uh, so like you said, you know, they were like, oh shit, this movie made no money and everybody hated it because Michael wasn't in it. Let's go back. And let's bring this guy back. Yeah. And over a weekend, <laughs> the writer, before a writer's strike, um, the writer wrote this script for Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Which, so, what 1988, six, or, yeah, six years it took for them to spin out another sequel. Yeah, and and seven since um, Michael died. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. So, uh, director Dwight H. Little. Um, four is good. I like it. It's. I think it's be- the whole thing around. It's like popularity and all that. It's like a lot more gory. Um, like what is it? The first. 15 minutes like he fucking jams his thumb through yeah. some guy's forehead and yeah. he's just like blood gushing out right. and i think like a lot of the popularity behind it too is because it was michael and he came back right it was him again and he was you know uh stalking his now niece uh jamie played by uh daniel harris and it's like it was cool to see him back i mean he had a shitty mask on and the poster promised us something else that we didn't get right but the mask is fucking atrocious. I hate that mask so much. Even like the weird ass scene when they're in the the school, and all of a sudden he's got fucking white hair. So do you know the story? Hair? Do you know the story behind that? I can't remember. I've heard it before, but I don't know. Okay, so what exactly. happened was, um, so for anybody that doesn't know, first of all, the and if you're listening to this, you definitely know. But uh, the Michael Myers mask is based on a Captain Kirk Star Trek mask. And they painted the face white and ripped the eyebrows off and dyed the hair black and all this stuff. And then the rest is history. Um, and uh, as we said, um, in Halloween 2, it's the exact same mask. Um, but then for Halloween 4, nobody on that production was still, other than like Mustafa Akkad, was still related to the original films. So they took essentially what was um, like from the same like uh, uh, mold so technically it is the same mask as from number one but um not done by tommy lee wallace you know like there's a whole bunch of things that made the Uh, the original mask the way it was um i think four was knb as well uh no five was knb oh okay but anyway so um so when you get your batch of masks you have it with like the blonde hair and you have it with the little eye holes so that's why in one of the scenes they rolled up with the mask and they said that everyone was so tired that night that nobody noticed that George Wilbur had grabbed one of the, 
on made masks instead of the actual made mask. So in the rest of the movie, he's got the big eye cuts and the black hair. And then in this one scene, he has little tiny eye cuts, which is the normal mask and then blonde hair to so throw. Funny. Right. Um, and then as, as a silly joke, someone said that that was Ben Tramer's revenge on Loomis. <laughs> Because Ben Tramer in Halloween uh, 2 wears uh, a Michael Myers mask, but with blonde hair. So. And I am mistaken. It's John Carl Buschler. Right. Who did the effects. Yes. But yeah, there is... This movie has the one big scene. Uh, I guess the rooftop chase or whatever. Yeah. Which is like... It is exciting because you don't know. Like, are they both going to fall? Is he going to get them? It's really like suspenseful and all that shit right and then you've got like a couple people that you don't really give a fuck about right i don't like uh what the fuck's her name now ellie the the blonde haired oh uh, you're talking about sorry right kelly no oh kelly 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 like when she dies i'm like oh i don't give a fuck about her when uh, grady dies dies grady She dies in the best kill in that whole movie. Yeah, the shotgun. Michael takes a shotgun, points it at her. You think, holy shit, Michael Myers is going to shoot somebody. And then instead, he impales the shotgun through through the wall. Like, what? Oh, fuck that. Yeah, that that probably is my favorite. I like the thumb one, but it's... The it's, just, the it's just not not expected because at yeah. first you're, you're literally like oh my god is he gonna shoot her yeah and then, nope <laughs> and then it just pulls the gun back and then smashes it through her stomach. <laughs> I re- the other one too i remember um watching the extras i think on the f- part four or i forget which one it was might have been just the um the doc but when uh brady dies and it's like yeah it's just like he did some things with the light to make it look like his thumb was going yeah. through his face. I'm like, it doesn't look like that at all. Oh, I know. But it just sounds cool because, like, yeah. you hear all the and then you just see like the end result of his hands just collapsing his neck. Right. I like that, but I'm like, when I'm watching his face, I'm like, that he's pushing his cheek. Right. Just rubbing <laughs> his thumb up like it's sensual or something. Right. It almost kind of ruins it. Yeah, and like, I mean, Donald is back and he's crazier. Yeah. I mean, like he's got the burns on his face, which is. Is cool because I guess that's the whole way of them explaining why he hasn't been around. It's like, yeah, they had a fire, they were in a bad burn. Yeah, you know, they're recovering, which makes sense. But he's he's like crazy now, and especially the part too where, um, his name's Carmen Philpy, and he plays Reverend Jackson, the guy that picks up Donald yeah. when he's like hitchhiking, and like that whole like conversation between them is kind of crazy because he's like, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. how long have you been hunting it? Yeah. He's like, pardon? He's like, evil. How long yeah. you been hunting? I can see it in your eyes back there in the dust when you were left back there. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is this guy yeah. talking about? <laughs> he reminds me of Crazy Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Did, <laughs> could you imagine if that Reverend Jackson just like came back to help Donald Pleasance throw out the other ones just oh to like, hunt God. down? That would have been so funny. Can oh you imagine God. if there if there's like a buddy comedy of them chasing evil, <laughs> doing a cross America road trip chasing evil? <laughs> it's like supernatural before it was supernatural. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh God, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, what do you think of the score? Because this is when um, Troy came in, right? Uh, tr- Troy. I thought. Oh fuck! What's his name? Now? Alan Howard. <laughs> 
Oh, why am I saying I, Troy? I don't know. I was like, if this dude oh, has a stroke over I here. I sound crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Alan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck Troy is. Alan, when he yeah. came into like school. Yes. So Alan Howarth has been around technically since the first one, but this was like his first real where like yeah, John him Carpenter doing wasn't involved. Yeah. Um, I think that the opening credits of Halloween 4 might be the most atmospheric the whole movie, like mm-hmm. the whole series has. Because um, it's just the like empty fields and farmyards. And, and it's not the music. It's just like... Oh, no, it's just like this weird, creepy. like, wispy noise. Yeah. And it's very atmospheric and it's very powerful. Um, no, I, I, 4's intro is very good. The, it's my favorite besides 1. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's fair. Um... The only thing that I really don't like about um, the intro, it well, it's not even the intro. It's just that they're doing the exact same plot as one again. Yeah. When they're like, "Oh, we gotta go," and I'm so sick of this being the plot point in any of the Halloween series. Is like, "Oh, we gotta move them from this prison to this prison," and then it's like, <laughs> "What the fuck do you think's gonna happen now?" <laughs> like, it works so effective in the first movie, and then afterwards, every time they try to do it, it just comes across like a joke. Um, because it's like really there's no, there's no other way to start this movie he can't just break out right like he has to <laughs> yeah. be taken and it's got to be oh we're gonna move him on october 30th it's like fucker like <laughs> this, this is the <laughs> second time in this guy's life it's ever happened on that exact date to take him to somewhere in haddonfield and it's like holy shit guys like whatever anyways but um uh but i love that opening where um the doctors come in and then it, there's like that really creepy looking security guard. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I see this one. Yes, indeedy. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Weird. Exactly. And then when they're walking through the mental ward and then someone screams and the one guy's like, oh, Jesus. And he just stops and he goes, Jesus ain't got nothing to do with, this, ain't place, got nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but uh, you know, like I, and then it kind of takes a tumble. I, I, I personally don't like Halloween four that much. Yeah, yeah. I think again with that one because like I like three because of what it is. I think I'm falling to that like majority where it's Michael coming back, so I'm like I'm on board right, right. away. Doesn't matter what's going on. It's Michael Myers. I'm I'm there for it. Well, well, there are some people that say that this is the best sequel in the whole series, and I'm like, that's well, a bit far. <laughs> That's just, you know, not totally right. <laughs> right. People exactly. are just crazy, but Right, exactly. No, it's not the best. I mean, it made a lot of money. It did very well in the box office. Right. Like, um, I think it made as much as the first one, maybe a bit more. I can't remember, but it right. did really well. Um one thing though is that um I don't know why nobody <laughs> fixed these like dialogue issues. Um I mean, it's not that bad, but like when, uh, so Michael is in a bus that ends up in the river and, um, sorry, he's not in a bus. That's, that's the line. He's in an ambulance. That's, that's, that flips into a river. Yeah. And, uh, when Loomis is walking towards it, he turns around and goes, how many people are in the bus? Because in the, in the original script, he's supposed to be in a bus, <laughs> but they never fixed it to be like, that's obviously an ambulance. <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like what nobody was like hey uh that's not a bus <laughs> you know what i mean like why he's like we... he's crazy we'll just let him think it's yeah a bus. no exactly and then i'm like well maybe in like london they call ambulances buses or something <laughs> i don't fucking know um but then uh another thing too is the reason why they're um 
climbing up to the rooftop is because in the original script, the house was on fire. And that was their way to get, that was the only way to get out of the house. Right. And like, that would have been crazy, but like nobody ever addressed it. And like in the movie, they're just like, come on, we got to get to the roof. And nobody ever explains why they need to get to the roof. (laughs) I know. It's like, yeah, I know he's walking there, but you can just hide in another room. Right, exactly. But but they make such a point to be like, we got to get to the roof. (laughs) Oh, yeah so it's it's pretty funny um but uh in general what do you think of george p wilbur as michael myers i i like him i think it's good it's not warlock so that's right off the bat it's not dick warlock's right. uh, michael so it's good um i think he might be my second favorite michael right. obviously nick castle's great um yeah i don't know i just think there's even even when he's sitting in the chair before he kills Kelly. That's the yeah. That's the he gets too. up, but he doesn't like turn. And I was like, oh man, that's that's fucking menacing. I just love when Michael's doing shit that you don't expect him to do. Like in that shot, he's literally rocking in that chair, carrying yeah. his gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's like, what are you doing? He's like, I gotta act. I gotta act like normal right. people do. So I'm just gonna rock in the chair. Um. The best thing ever was, I, I forget where I saw this, but somebody pointed out that they used that um, uh, shot of that officer, like uh, the guy who was supposed to be watching the door, you know, oh, he's yeah. like all like by the contorted. Like, all, yeah, contorted. Um, they used that shot three times and it's the exact same shot because you see the flames start to flicker in the same way because it, it's all the different characters seeing him. So first it's Kelly because she lights the flame and then it's, uh, I think it's Jamie that goes and sees him and then oh. after that it's uh, Rachel and, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Oh, fuck. Uh, Brady. Oh, Brady. Yeah, yeah. It's Rachel and Brady. And it's the exact same shot. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Um, <laughs> good. And then, so so here's the other problem with Halloween 4. Uh, again, with, like, repeating plot elements is... Um, this guy's a dickhead. He well, does this all the time outside. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Oh, yeah, you can fucking rev in his car like a dickhead. Anyways. Oh, yes. Jesus. Um, anyways, the... Uh, I, I, I hate that it's, like... So Loomis goes and like meets like the new sheriff because Sheriff Brackett retired and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, but then uh, we end up following uh, the sheriff's daughter again. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. holy shit, like we're, we're literally doing essentially the exact same plot of Halloween. Um, what did you think of Kelly as a character? Um, she's annoying as fuck. That's why I don't care if she gets killed. Right. Um, like, oh, whatever my favorite part and a part that I used to quote all the time with one of my friends is when uh, she's first introduced at, at the Vincent drugstore and this guy's like looking with like shades on and then he, he's like, I'm going to go try to ask wait. her out. And then, and then like, dude, you don't have a chance with her. He goes, oh, what, you want to bet me? So then I start putting money down and he walks over, doesn't even open his mouth. She turns, she just goes, fuck off wade and he turns with the best fucking look of just hurt and disappointment i love that part yeah so funny (laughs) and just his face is so perfect like i'm probably gonna title this episode fuck off wade because it's just so fucking funny (laughs) so Um, yeah anyways what, what about the whole ending sequence so i'm talking about from the part where they take after um, he's dead no they take they they they're driving so everything seems like we're in the clear okay 
He's uh, driving away, and then you find out that Michael is on the back of the truck with like three other people in the back, and he's just picking one one by one off, right? And nobody knows what's happening. That's like yeah. the weirdest part. He like kills somebody. They're both right. sitting there with guns, looking at in the truck, and then and then he gets another one. Yeah, and they and that all part is fly weird. out, and like nobody knows that. Like, oh hey, maybe the weight <laughs> distribution is off. It's, there's like eight guys in the back of the truck that just aren't there anymore. But okay, it's so weird. I yeah. I don't get that. So yeah. let's go after that part. So after that part, they're going, and I mean, um, it's it is intense because they're driving and he's on the car and whatnot. But then right. I've he, definitely never seen that before. I've never seen Michael on top of a car just ripping people apart. So that that is <laughs> cool, right? But so the one part that actually I forgot about this until we start talking about this is, is probably one of my favorite kills is when he like breaks through the side window and yeah. just rips, rips Earl's neck apart. Yeah, and you just see it starts gushing everywhere. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" I yeah. was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" Yeah, <laughs> but then, um, oh, no, yeah, sorry, yeah go ahead. You go, you go. And then it's just like, "Oh, he's dead." So it's like, "What's gonna happen now?" Because they're gonna push this body out and just continue driving somehow, or what? <laughs> like, what's going on? Right. That's just funny. Fuck. Um, apparently during the filming of that, um, Mustafa Cod was very <laughs> yeah. adamant, and he's like. We don't need any more blood in this movie. Like, this is a Halloween movie. It's not the Friday the 13th movie. And then during that scene when he starts to rip the face off, he's like, more blood, more blood, more blood. <laughs> it would have been so funny to like, see his enthusiasm. Yeah, about exactly. Exactly. Um, really quickly, though, before we continue, I just thought of like a really awkward part, too. Um, after uh, they're in the schoolhouse and they uh, Rachel takes Jamie out of it, um, and then they meet up with like Earl and all these people. Um, they they come running out, and uh, Rachel's like, "He's inside." And then Earl's like, "Jesus, where?" And she's like, "In the school." And it's like, "Where the fuck else would he be? You just <laughs> ran out of the school. And <laughs> like, why did you have to specify that? <laughs> like, it's not like you told him which room he was in or which hallway. You're literally just like, "He's inside. Where? In the school. Very helpful, Rachel. Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> okay right, so, but anyway so so the end um i like i like how he goes out they just like gun him down yeah they just shoot him and then it gets i remember watching it when i was younger i used to like laugh really hard and i don't know why because like when rachel just smokes him with the truck yeah he's just like standing there all weird and then you just see his face smack off the, <laughs> yeah. the hood of the car and he so sits weird on there until until he flies off <laughs> like he's on the hood of the car just oh, bent over like <laughs> but yeah and then um danielle comes over and uh touches I get, just like touches his hand and it's like oh wow that's kind of weird because nobody's ever just gone up to him like that right and then it's like, oh, okay, well, he gets back up. They shoot him. He falls down the pit. That's it. Right. But then it's like, oh, okay, everyone's home and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, well, well the, the stepmother is like, oh, we'll dry you a bath. And and then it's like, it does that same thing, like in Halloween 1, where it's just, you just see a mask go on. And then she fucking just kills the foster mom. Yeah. And it's like what the fuck and then when she's at the top of the stairs and donald pleasance is like freaking out i get goosebumps with that too so i'm like oh fuck she like what just happened did she become the new michael or something right 
And I just remember fucking Donald Plus. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. Oh my god, it's so good. It is good. I do like that ending. Yeah, that ending is good. Uh, okay, so out of five, what do you rate Halloween for? I'm going to do three again. Okay, I'm going to do another 2.5. Okay. I like it as much as I like Halloween too. There's some enjoyable elements of it, but yeah. I'm not crazy about the whole thing. That's fair enough to say. Um, but now we move on to my favorite of the Myers sequels, which is controversial. <laughs> um, I love Halloween 5. The Revenge of Michael Myers. Which it doesn't actually say on the title of the movie. <laughs> so it just says Halloween 5. Even though every other like DVD, VHS, everything all says The Revenge of Michael Myers. <laughs> so It's a bit of a, a title confusion. But fuck, do I love this movie. How do you feel about Halloween 5? I like it. It's fun. The only thing that's weird is like because of all the events, I guess, that happen in 4. Uh, Jamie's now a mute. Right. And they're look, like telepathically it makes the, okay. connected, I guess. Right. Look, dude, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> Halloween 5 is an Argento movie. <laughs> yeah. Nothing about it makes sense, but that but it's not about making sense. It, it Halloween 5 to me isn't like a good slasher movie. It's just like a it I don't know, like when there are parts of it over the years where I've been like, okay, I, I, I can skip over this part. But mm-hmm. like when I was a kid, like I was like a diehard Halloween five fan. Um, <laughs> but like, so fine. Like fuck the mutism and fuck all that stuff. There are some scenes though that I still really enjoy and still like make me feel like, Oh my God, it's Halloween. Yeah. Um, like uh, I just, that movie was on constant loop on the AMC channel when I was, Oh kid. yeah. And so, like, every time I hear, like, that scene where Max is barking and, and Jamie takes the markers and, like, starts, like, drawing on Scribbling the thing, all. Yeah. That, that reminds me of, like, it's October and, like, life's good right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just puts me in that time and place. Um, and then the movie kind of takes a bit of a slow dive and then they kill off Rachel for no reason when she could have been... Uh, in the place of Tina or any of those characters. Fuck Tina. If, yeah, fuck Tina. <laughs> I mean, she's t- so fucking annoying. Like, that's from, the worst from, character ever. From the first scene that she's uh, introduced, and you're just like, when are you going to die? Like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> but, like, the other thing about it, too, is I like is it again, it does the thing. It uh, shows about, uh, like, five minutes from the end of four. Yes. But it's really weird, too, because I, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, when he stands up in part five, it looks like almost like he's doing a Dracula thing, so he's just kind of floating up. It doesn't look like he bends and then gets up. It looks like he just, like, kind of rises all the way up, and I always thought that was really weird. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, when he's in the hut? So, you know, when they're shooting him again... Yeah. And like the only new scene out of that part is when Jamie's on the ground and she's got her head covered. Yes. So before that, just before he gets shot, Jamie touches the hand and then he gets up and then they start shooting him. When he gets up, it looks like he does the Dracula thing out of the coffin. Oh, really? Yeah, like he just kind of okay. gets up like that. that I don't think I've ever noticed that before. It's really weird. I, I don't know. I think that's what it looks like. I mean, I don't remember him bending and then, like, he's just up. I think right. he does, like, the Dracula thing, and I always thought that was fucking weird. 
I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, I know he's like supernatural and all that shit, but he's not Dracula. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too far. <laughs> but I love the opening to that. When he gets yeah. gunned down, and then they go and they look down, and he's just like crawling. And then they drop, drop the, the dynamite. dynamite. As yeah. soon as they do that and it explodes and they play the theme, I'm yeah. fucking so pumped. Yeah, and then he goes on his little river adventure. <laughs> <laughs> just floats down the river. <laughs> fucking, he just like shows up at like, this is like dweller's little cabin thing that he's got right <laughs> at the end of the forest i'm like who the f- what the fuck is happening right now but like there's a bunch of, i think there's like 15 more minutes of that movie that wasn't yeah wasn't well cut out stuff well, with he him was originally supposed to go to not that guy's house at all but a shack belonging to a guy named dr death yeah and uh there are even some shots of him in like at the Dr. Death thing, where if you look, you're like, that's not the old man at all. Like he's clearly killing somebody else. Yeah. Like when he like raises it and like smashes it on him, like <laughs> whatever he kills him with, you can tell that like that's actually not at all like that old guy. Like you can tell it's a completely different character. So it's 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 kind of cool though to be like, okay, th- this movie was supposed to be a, a bit different. Well, they I remember like Halloweenmovies.com. It wasn't that long ago where they posted and they found all that footage. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that they decide to put something out. I would love to see a whole new cut of it. Yeah. Like bring Dominique Othan and Gerard back and let's watch, let's see what this crazy fuck does with the 2020 lens and, <laughs> and not remakes, but re-edit Halloween five. I would love to see what yeah. that would look like. That would be cool. Right? Like, I don't want to just see the footage. I want to see it incorporated and, and make the decision for myself, like, what that film would look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, anyway, so um, this film introduces a lot of controversial elements to the whole series. Yeah. One of them is the Thorn Cult, which is expanded upon in the next film. And then the other one is the Man in Black, who is associated with the Thorn Cult. Yeah. What are your thoughts on those? <laughs> so, because it's in six, I like it. Right. Um, when I'm watching, when I watched five at the first, I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And then, like, I remember hearing about, oh, it's, you know, Michael has a twin brother, and that's what it is. And there was all this crazy shit going on. But right. then, um, I remember watching, and I was like, okay, so there's this guy that just walks around, kicks a dog, uh, hits this kid and like hey right <laughs> and then you don't really see much of him except like maybe one or two other scenes where he's walking around and then obviously when he breaks michael out of uh, jail right but like i was so kind of i was just like okay i want to know who it is but like meanwhile michael's going off on his his thing and killing everybody so i was like okay i'm so in involved with that that i'm forgetting about him until he shows up again at the end right so I didn't really think much about him at first, but then obviously after watching six and he's, it's like a little bit more explained, especially in the producer's cut. I'm like, okay, now I know why he's there. And now I know like what his whole thing is. So, I mean, I'm like that part, like when I first watched five, five by itself, I have no idea. And I don't give a fuck. Cause I'm like, okay, whatever. It's right. just, it's stuff that's happening. It's like filler. Right. But then, like, um, even they changed the Myers house, which is really fucked up because I hate that house. I okay. hate the look of it. Okay, so here we go. Um, <laughs> I think that the original Myers house is like one of the most classic pieces of 
like it's as iconic to me as like the Bates Mo- or sorry the Psycho House, you know, or mm-hmm. even the Nightmare on Elm Street House. Like it's so easily identifiable yeah. as like okay, boom, like that's a very creepy house. Um, obviously, they go from a little white shack basically to a giant oh, <laughs> castle. Uh, so in terms of continuity, no, that doesn't make any sense. However, I do appreciate what they're going for because. Halloween 5 to me is more like a traditional like monster movie. Like it reminds me of something more like Dracula than like a typical slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I like that there's this monster waiting in his castle, it, a literal castle. Yeah. And he's going to go. I can and, see that now. Like I never thought about it that way. So right. it, when it, you're kind of explaining it, it's like, okay, yeah. Right. It's just like the whole thing is just very gothic and mm-hmm. it's not, really like it's gothic and supernatural and it's halloween 5 feels like if you stripped out like the elements that make it like 1980s and you stripped out the elements that made it a slasher movie like if you put it in black and white like i feel like halloween 5 as like a story if, you, if it was reworked would work just as well as like a 1940s universal monster movie <laughs> yeah right so yeah so I, I i like that about it um but um one of the best scenes in my opinion in the entire series is the laundry shoot chase scene how do you feel about that scene i like it it's i like it it's very claustrophobic it's intense it's i guess their version of the rooftop scene as well right. but in five and it is good especially when he's like he kind of like he almost snaps michael like i know yeah. he's crazy but it looks like he snaps because he's like really stabbing through the thing he's it looks so like he, angry in that scene he's, he's fucking mad Right, like he's so angry. It's actually crazy. Like I was just thinking about that because, like, first he like slowly stumbles downstairs, right, and then he comes yeah. to the laundry, and then he opens it up, and then like she's not there, and then he starts swinging inside the thing, and then he can't get her. So then he pulls out, and then he starts just stabbing. And yeah. what I'm thinking of is when he's like has his arm in the chute, and he's just like ripping up as hard as he can. He's just like trying to get her legs. And so the badly. whole thing and, is shaking violently because he's moving the way he's moving in there. Right, you just see the fucking thing moving side to side. And I'm like, holy fuck! Right, exactly. And there's okay, so that that scene's good. I like that scene a lot. Um, there's one other thing. Well, there's a couple other things because this movie's kind of weird. Right. Um, the whole like not talking thing. Yes, I remember. Like, I was like, all right, whatever, I'll get past that. But then she like almost does this stuttering Forrest Gump kind of thing. She's like, Billy. And right. I'm like, oh my God. Because like, I, okay, she's traumatized, but like, just, I get annoyed when somebody like tries to tell a story and starts <laughs> stuttering and going over it. And then it's just like, just get to the point. Just let me know what's going on. And it's just like, they're like, oh, where do you see it? She's like, big. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. A big, a big woman works in the store? No! <laughs> oh my god, I get so frustrated with that. So when she starts talking again, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Right. I was like, that whole... she's. I think it's like an hour. It's Maybe an hour, maybe just shy of it, but right. that's how long it takes for her to start talking in this movie. Right. And I don't recognize more than half the cast. Right. Like, there's just a bunch of nobodies, so I don't give a fuck if they're dying or not. I know, like, Danielle Harris and then... Uh, what's her name? The blonde-haired girl. Uh, Rachel. Rachel, you mean? Oh yeah. yeah. 
It's like those are like the only two that I care. And I know Donald's not gonna die. He's made it this far and he's not dying. Right. So I'm like, those are the only two people I care about. Those two cops, I'm like, fucking kill them. Get rid of them right away. Even though Donald Plett, like, that was supposed to be his death scene, though. Yeah. When he when he's, like, beating the shit out of Michael at the end of the movie. Die! Die! (laughs) Die! And he's just, like, smacking him. Oh, my God. Let's play a game. Catch the little girl. (laughs) He gets, like, really weird in that. I know. Oh my god, he's like, I've got her downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like looking. And then, oh, another, such a like, I don't know. I, I just, it's weird to me, but like the cop is like yeah. watching her. And then all of a sudden he's like, let's practice our signals. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and yeah. like oh, okay, and I'll be right here. I'm just outside. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you supposed to be watching her? Just sitting with her. And then he dies like instantly, thrown out the window, hung. Right. I'm like, oh, I, a lot of good you did. He like I, no fight. He like shot Michael twice, and that was yeah. it. You pissed him well, off. So I love that character though. Well, okay, I don't actually love the character, but I he has that one like creepy scene like you're talking about, and then he's just staring at her. He's like, you're a br- very brave old girl, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. She's like, please, I'd rather be trapped with my uncle than you. <laughs> and see, the thing is, too, when I'm watching that, I don't see him as a cop. I see him in Ace Ventura. Oh, okay. Because he's, like, like working with the, the Miami Dolphins, and right. I just see him saying, like, right. oh, I got, if it looks like I'm walking funny, I got, like, half a dozen <laughs> reporters up my ass. Right. And I can't take him serious. Right. See, um, I've seen him. Uh, he ended up doing... Um, like a very small role in the show Boy Meets World. And that's like my favorite sitcom of all time. So like mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with it. And then so not only is he in it, um, but that creepy guy from Halloween 4 that we were talking about, the security guard, he oh. plays a bailiff in one of the episodes too. <laughs> oh, and God. Daniel Harris plays the love interest for one episode. And and I just remember this one, the reverend that we were talking about is oh. also in. Oh, yeah, he is in that. Yeah, I remember so, that. Right. So I'm like, holy shit, like this whole show is just filled with people <laughs> with Hall- from Halloween 4 and 5. <laughs> like, it's pretty awesome. Um, anyways, yeah, but I, I love when Loomis comes in after all the police, like, leave because they get a call that michael's at the hospital but he's not actually at the hospital he's just like talking to him out in the woods yeah no but i i love um when when michael sorry when uh, loomis is in the the room with the guy and he like slams the door and then the guy's like loomis what do you think you're doing he's like well, we need to get this little girl out of here and loomis is like charlie and he pulls out the guy he's like charlie michael myers is outside yeah <laughs> charlie yeah charlie <laughs> i just love that <laughs> then he just it's fucking pulls weird. a gun on a cop <laughs> it's so funny man. it is I love uh, it. oh you know what I remember too the, the scene that really threw me off is when Michael chases Jamie upstairs and the casket's up there yes I love that scene and she, he's like just he's gonna stab her yeah and she's like uncle yeah boogeyman yeah and it's like oh Oh, uh, why do you, you don't like that scene? I love that scene. Like, it's it's just weird. It's just like all of a sudden he's got feelings in him. Like, what is this about? He didn't give a fuck about his sister, right? Now he cares about his niece for some reason. 
I also love that he has his eyes back now. <laughs> yeah. A- a- after canonically, they have been shot out by Laurie Strode. So in theory, <laughs> he shouldn't see a fucking thing. Yeah. And it's so weird because they like, they just, when he takes his mask off, like I just kind of like, and I don't mean this in a bad way because Don Shanks is like, he looks like he's Aboriginal. Yeah. So you just see the tear going down his eyes and I think of like, Oh the my commercial god! Commercial with the garbage <laughs> and the internet. Oh, like no. I don't mean it in a bad I've way. I've never once made that connection. You just ruined <laughs> Halloween Five for me. I don't mean it in a bad way, but it's so weird. Oh no! But then she's like, <laughs> "There's a meme too where she's like, you look like me, and then you see Michael's face, and it's, it's Jamie's face." <laughs> <laughs> I laugh so hard when I seen that. But yeah, then he just like she touches his face and then he he snaps and then he freaks out bad then too. Yeah. That's so Oh my god. Alright, yeah. where where do you uh what's your rank for Halloween five? Uh three. Okay. I'll give it a three. For me, this one's gonna be another four point five. Oh, four point five. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about though? Is the the barn scene. I oh, love yeah. that kill when he impales Spitz with the pitchfork and oh, then takes yeah. Sammy out with the scythe. Like, holy yeah. shit. All the ending, too, though. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole man in, man in black thing. Yeah. So, yeah, when uh, that cop's fucking creepy, too, in the car, he's like rubs her head oh, and pushes her hair. Yeah. And he says something like creepy, but then you hear all the gunshots. But it's funny because when. Um, Michaelson in, in the jail cell. He's just like playing with the chain. I know. I love that. I love that shot so much. <laughs> he's like sitting there, like kind of pushing it with his fingers, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, this is where he's going. We'll die. He'll never die." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and then yeah, the creepy cop, and then the explosion. An explosion goes off, and it's weird because when you see the the man in black like shooting, it's like he's almost transparent. Yeah, he looks like a ghost. Yeah, he's just, like in there shooting his Tommy gun. Right. Um, you know what shot I love though is like when they first reveal Michael sitting in the cage and his head's just like bobbing back and forth, and there's like the red and blue lights going off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking? In fact, that's yeah. a creepy shot. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so so then that leads right into Halloween Six. But before we talk about that, did you have a crush on Daniel Harris when you were a kid? Yeah. Okay, me too. And oh I remember, my god, I was so in love with her in Halloween Five. Keep remember, in mind, I was also eleven years old when I first saw it, so it wasn't creepy back then. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I met her. That was really exciting. Yeah. And like, um, they had like the postcards and like DVDs before. It was like the poster and then the chapter selection right. on the back of it. I got her to sign that, and it's somewhere. I I gotta find it. Right. I remember it was like, oh, I I love you in Halloween four and five. Right. <laughs> You're so cool. And I felt like a nerd, and my dad was like the same way. Dude, okay, yeah. so I have a similar story with my dad because I, so my dad took me to the horror convention to go and meet her, and um, when we first went up, I didn't say a fucking word to her. <laughs> like nothing i said nothing and then immediately after my dad's like we drove six hours for you to say nothing (laughs) i'm like like, what was i supposed to say and then so we we started saying um 
or sorry, we started calling like if we ever got like tongue tied around anybody, we call it DHS for Daniel Harris syndrome. <laughs> Just when you can't fucking speak. <laughs> That's actually awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. All right. All right. How, well, how, how, this, how long six? This is probably my. This is my favorite sequel of all time. Right. Specifically, the producers got just because it's like it makes a bit more sense they explain a little bit more it's not just crazy shit going on and then you have no idea what's going on right um there's so many things about so like uh the mask for one is it looks great yeah i think it's my favorite looking one from the first one um i we i like george as michael so when they brought him back that was really cool because that had been the first time anybody had played michael more than once and I think he does a good job when he's walking and all that stuff. It's not, like, shitty. Right. And then it's like, okay, it's a big studio. It's Miramax. And they're doing their Dimension, uh, like, sister kind of thing, spinoff, where they release movies like that. Like, Scream came out under that. And then right. uh, Halloween. And then it's, like, people I know. It's Paul Rudd. It's, like... Right. Well, I didn't know then, but now I'm like, yeah. oh fuck yeah! But it, this was like his first movie. I think it was this and Clueless were almost yeah. shot like yeah, they, really close together. They both have the title of introducing Paul Rudd. Yeah, like yeah. In, in the opening credits, they both say that. So and it's cool. I, I'm gonna fuck up his name, but uh, Daniel uh, Barons. Yeah, like yeah, he was just like you and I, a fan. And he got the opportunity to to write a like a script for, it, which is fucking right. cool. That's so cool. And the theatrical cut is really weird. It's I don't know that music, like that weird guitar stuff, and it's, it's like terrible. <clears throat> That's the worst score. Oh my god! <laughs> when you god. watch the producer's cut, it's old, like faithful. It's yes, you know, piano and all that stuff, which works really well. But the only thing that's like really shitty and Daniel's talked about in interviews is like they tried to get her. She wanted to come back and do it. But she's like the money she was asking for she wanted to work. She's like I've already done two of these. Like this will be my third one. And they're like yeah but you die in the first like 15-20 minutes right. so we're not going to pay you that amount of money. She's like okay well then I guess I'm not going to be in it. And right. they didn't give a fuck because they just found somebody else who was not a good actress at all. I fucking hate her. I don't like her. She's annoying. She's she, fucking right. really whiny and I know she's scared and everything. But, but it doesn't like, and she doesn't look at first of all she doesn't look anything like Daniel Harris no. at all. And but okay so she's coming in to play a fan favorite character first of all. So she, of course she's going to already have people against her. But then she like you said she's just a terrible actress. Yeah. <laughs> like she doesn't and she just looks ridiculous. Why does she have a short haircut? Like <laughs> I don't know. Like that I don't know. I I'm, I'm so pissed that oh. Daniel wasn't in that movie. But, and she also looks like she's like 30 years old but she's supposed to be a Jamie at 14. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a lot of that. Like um I remember when uh like oh it's michael's baby and they like kind of tried to introduce that but they don't say much they don't like deny or like say it is right it was kind of weird but like that movie starts off so strong too with the first kill i remember just it's almost does that thing in the first one where they just light his face right but they're like underneath this spotlight and you just see him walk up behind and then grab the nurse and just fucking head right on a spike. And I remember being like, all right, here we go. Like, this is like 110% now we're going. Right. And then, yeah, like just a little bit of the music 
in the theatrical was all that guitar shit and I was like I can do without that but right. like it's not even five minutes later and he snaps a guy's neck and you see the bone stick out right and I remember being like this is like already 20 minutes in or something and it's like gory as fuck right but then <clears throat> even though like uh, fake Daniel Harris <laughs> gets killed in the beginning I was so happy I was like good you're fucking gone get out of here and like her kills like crazy too i don't know what the hell those things are the shears or whatever oh no it was like um oh shit what is it it's some sort of like farming equipment but i I forget what it's called i know he like turns it on and just like he just just pushes her on it and then she's like oh my god and tries to hug him and he's like uh i don't fucking think so and then just turns it it deeper But I was like, are you, like, what the fuck are you thinking? He's not, gonna, right. he's not stupid. Right. And then, um, yeah, it's just kind of, you know, you follow a family again. And then it starts doing that stuff where um, Mrs. Or, or what the fuck's the kid's name? I don't know. Danny. Yeah. Um, starts hearing this voice. And it's the man in black. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so this is the same kind of thing that happened with Michael. And it, it, it they talk about that too. Cause I remember you and I were talking about it. Mrs. Blankenship. Yeah. Michael was over at her house across the street. And then that's what you see in the beginning of the first one. Yeah. He's just crossed in the street. So it's like, okay, that that's kind of cool. That bit of backstory. But then it's like, um, in the theatrical, it's just like really nonsense scenes and all that shit. Like as much as I like it, but that one strobe scene, yeah, he's got that long ass knife, and he's just cutting everybody up. I'm like, all right, whatever. Right. But it didn't. It's it didn't seem like Halloween right there because like he's never done that. Right. It's usually one or two people at a time. He's exactly. like cutting up like six, seven people right now. Right. And nobody's <laughs> even like able to stop him at all. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many people in that room, and then like the one guy that runs away dies like two seconds later. Right. It. You know what I just thought of? Um. <clears throat> uh when uh paul rudd breaks um that uh i forget what her name is, kara or karen whatever her name karen. Is. Kara, right yeah um when he's like trying to break her out of the thing and he has the fire extinguisher and, he's beating <laughs> and he car. walks out and he looks over and then he does like this really weird head tilt <laughs> thing with a smile and then it just <laughs> keeps whacking the fire extinguisher oh, even harder god that's so funny and, Which, but, oh, that's that's a terrible track though in the theatrical cut where it's like yeah that was weird <laughs> and, and it's I, well should have said like he he's playing tommy doyle Yes. So he's older Tommy Doyle. Right. And I like the introduction they have when he meets Loomis for the first time because Loomis is like, oh my God. Right. Like, you, you got yes. away. Yes. And I always like that no matter what. But right. then, like, the producer's cut, it's like, I think 45 minutes. So the whole ending is yes. different. Yes. They go on and they talk about the cult, the thorn. Uh, there's like these stones that can stop Michael and whatnot. It's like hokey, but I'm like, I'm down with this because it's cool. Right. And then you find out that uh, Wynn was the man in black the whole time. Right. And he's like, oh, what does he do? He hits like 
I think it's in the theatrical cut. He's like, all right, yeah, it's enough of this Halloween crap because everybody's got like the the the, like the hoods stuff. on and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, you guys look fucking retarded. <laughs> but then they're like gonna sacrifice um, Kara, and Danny's there watching, and it's like you think that's gonna do almost the same thing that they did with Jamie in in four. Right. Like they're gonna make Danny almost like Michael Myers now, but it's there's like one thing that i miss out of the theatrical cut and it's when um michael like slams that doctor's face through the bars yeah because i i like that kill that that's another good one and then the fucking weird in the in the theatrical cut it's paul rudd beating the shit out of michael with like the pipe yeah but then in the producer's cut that's nothing like they just kind of get out and then loomis goes back in to go and see Michael, but then it's it's win, right? And he's like, "This is really weird too," because like, oh, it's your game now, Loomis. And then Loomis looks on his arm, and the and thorn the just thorn like symbol. appears. I was like, yeah. "Okay," and then he's like, "Ah, ah yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, and then that's the end of the movie, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like it just it's like you see Michael at the end of the hallway with the light, and he kind of tilts, like turns his head to the right, and right. then. He just walks off and that's it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But like, I will, I stick by the producer's cut. It's better. It's right. the score is pretty much the biggest thing for that. Yes, that is true. But yeah, um, it's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Halloween 6. I, I never used to be a fan of it, but over the years, it has grown on me. It's not a great movie by any means, but it's, I like it. I like it better than four and two. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just, even like some of the things that they kind of do again, like Michael in the the backyard with all the sheets. Yeah. Following what's her name. Yeah. And then and he takes just, the axe to her. <laughs> yeah. Like stuff like that. And then the the dad, I liked his death too. She yeah. gets like the axe and yeah. then he's like getting electrocuted at the same time. And you see yeah. the sparks hitting like Michael's mask. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's He's like... I think it went with four and five, like that same kind of thing. He was um, like menacing terror again. Like he was pissed and he's like, ah, nothing's going to stop me. Right. So I just like it. Like, and, and like I said, George, I like him. He's my second favorite, probably Meyer. So the, the fact that they brought him back was like, all right, this is another good sign. Cause I know how he plays Michael. So I right. know what to expect yeah. from the Michael in this movie. And it lived up like it was good. Like he lived up to it, and he did. He did it really well. Right. All right. Well, how? Uh, sorry. What would you rank it on one to five? This will be four point five for me. Okay, I'd say yeah. it's a solid three for me. Yeah, yeah it's Enjoy. not bad. <laughs> I like Halloween Six. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about that movie? Um. Oh yeah. Um. Just because, like, uh, taking shape, uh, the yes. book. Yep. So is about like getting it all made and whatnot. And then we bring this up because it has to do with six. But then, taking shape uh, two kind of came out of nowhere, and it's like all the unproduced and like thought of sequels. Mm-hmm. And like I remember first reading about it when uh, Quentin Tarantino was gonna like write and possibly direct. Yeah, and produce, and I was like, "Holy! F- could you imagine that uh, Tarantino Halloween movie?" I, I honestly, I would love to see that because yeah. that would. I bet you'd be wild. It'd be so crazy, and it would be different and original. I think. Yeah, for sure. Which is like what that movie, like 
I'm like the like if it's not broke, don't fix it type of thing. But it is cool seeing kind of new things integrated into the the franchise, which is why I think I like the producers cut somewhere. So that right. book is like available now on Amazon and all that stuff. And we gotta get I gotta get a copies in. Yeah. I gotta finish reading the I was just gonna say you gotta finish reading that and <laughs> Living Dead and all this shit. I know I need to take a <laughs> fucking vacation from work. <laughs> I can do these things. Right. I can get home like so tired. I'm like, oh, right. I'm gonna sit on the couch and watch movies, shitty movies that I've seen eight thousand times. Right, exactly. So <laughs> uh okay, so that was the end of this episode. Um we will be doing uh, H2O, Resurrection, and Rob Zombie's two films, and then uh, the 2018 movie on Halloween. So yes. um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I've been your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Doerth. And have a spooky day. <laughs>